Hello, and welcome to episode 30 of a Slice of Pie podcast. My name is Kat Loftus, and we're so glad you're listening. This week, our guest is Miss Lynn Ford. Lynn Ford was originally born in New York City, but her parents were from Polly's Island. So when she and her twin sister were 12, they moved back here to Polly's Island. She went to school here. She graduated from high school in Georgetown, and then she went to um, college to go to get her undergraduate degree. And then she got her graduate degree, and then she worked all up and down the East Coast um, and just in the Southeast too. Eventually came back to Polly's Island just to vacation, just to see her parents, and she met the love of her life and got married and stayed here, and we're so glad she did. You're going to love hearing about Lynn's life and all the things she's done to make uh, life for the rest of us good in Polly's Island and in Georgetown. So sit back and enjoy episode 30 of A Slice of Pie podcast. Hey, Lynn. Hey, Kat. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for coming to my office today and uh, chatting with me. Oh, my pleasure. Joining me on a Slice of Pie podcast. Um, so you haven't ever watched the podcast before. I have not. But I'm going to show you how to find it so you can be a big fan from now on. Absolutely. So anyway, so we've invited Lynn here today. Um, Lynn is an old friend. I guess we've known each other since our boys were playing rec league sports absolutely when they were like five, five. <laughs> and i think i was telling you earlier we called it the snack league because all the yes. kids they just if you, you have to have a snack when the game's over they're just going to come right. after you yeah yeah so fun time those were fun years i do i do like when they were all playing in their little rec yes. league games that mm -hmm. was a lot of fun fun times um but anyway so what i want to do today lynn is i just want to talk about you and your growing up life and where you went to school and then um so a little bit about your family and then what you're doing now just so because okay. uh, you are, really are an integral part of Polly's Island in Georgetown County and I just want our listeners to know about you and what you do to help our, our life here in Georgetown County and that's really invited you here okay. okay so anyway so if you'll start by just telling us where you grew up and where you went to school okay well I started off in New York so I'm a native New Yorker uh -huh. born in Brooklyn lived in the Bronx we moved to Polly's Island my parents were originally from Polly's Island uh -huh. So we moved here when I was 12, and um, I have a twin sister and a brother a year older. How about that? So we were we went to the Waccamaw School before it became Waccamaw Elementary. It was just the it was just it was the Waccamaw School. Can I stop you? May I stop you for just a second? Yes. Um, what was your maiden name? Bessalou. Bessalou, I love that. Yes. That's yes. a beautiful name, Bessalou. What Thank was your you. mom's first name? Shirley. Shirley Bessalou. And my dad was a pastor. Uh huh. So. Where where was his church? Well, his church wasn't in Paulie's at uh -huh. the time. It was, um, he pastored a church in Dillon. So uh -huh, uh -huh. we went back and forth. But my grandfather was a pastor in Paulie's uh -huh. at um, Mount Zion Missionary Baptist Church and Mount Sinai Baptist Church in Browns Ferry. Was he this a best? Was, he, he wasn't a Bessalou, was he? Yes. He was a Bessalou? Yes. Uh -huh, yes. Uh -huh. So this was back in the late 70s. I love that. But we were at, um, the Waccamaw School, seventh and eighth grade, uh -huh. and then when we graduated, when we graduated, we went to Georgetown to Winya. That's right, yes. because there was no high school in there the Waccamaw. No, 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 none at all. No, all the kids from this area right. went down there. And I, did the kids from Merle's Inlet go to Georgetown High, or did they go up maybe into Horry County? I some of them. I maybe it was a mixture. Yeah, maybe yeah, it was. Them, uh -huh. mm -hmm. um, a long time ago, um, when our old when our kids were in middle school. Um, Mr. Nelson, you remember Mr. Nelson? I think that, no, that's older than what the kids were. And he was the principal at one time of the middle school. And he asked me if I would I do a report on the schools in Georgetown County, like for National Education Week. Mm -hmm. And that was difficult to do. Looking back, the history is kind of 
disjointed, yeah. especially for the Polly's Island, Merle's Island area. Right. But we figured it out. Yeah. So, but you were at the Waccamaw School until eighth grade. Then you go to Georgetown High? Right. So well, it was Winyaw. Winyaw High. Yes. Okay. Right. And, you know, after that, um, I went to college. Uh -huh. So I went to Winthrop for a year, then transferred to Carolina, uh -huh. where I got my, master, my BA degree in journalism, okay. and then went on to uh, University of Florida for graduate school. Wow, you've got a lot of education. Yeah. <laughs> what did you, so you got your undergraduate degree in journalism? Right, and my graduate degree in journalism as well, public, mass communications with a specialty in public relations. Gosh. Um, and I've had a number of really interesting jobs, but I eventually made my way back, made my way up to New York. Um, well, one interesting job was I worked at Tuskegee University, and I and is that in Atlanta? No, that's in um, Alabama. Alabama, Tuskegee, yeah. Alabama, yeah. And, and that was founded by George Washington Carver. Yes, uh -huh. historically black college. Right. Uh, so I worked there. Uh, I taught English and public speaking, mm -hmm. and then I did um, some public relations uh, for the university. And then I eventually left there and went up to New York to work for United Negro College Fund. Gosh. And that was a lot of fun. I got to work on, do you remember the Lou Rawls Parade of Stars? Years oh, yes, of, I do. I okay. love Lou Rawls, yeah. So um, I got to work on that uh -huh. and, um, and on their, their magazine. Mm -hmm. And so then that job took me from New York to Fairfax, Virginia. They moved the headquarters. And so I'm, I lived in Fairfax, Virginia um, and worked there. And then eventually, Fast forward, I came home to celebrate my birthday, my 30th birthday with uh -huh. my twin uh -huh. and met my husband-to-be, oh, Johnny Ford. I love that. And um, we got married a year later in 96, September of 96. And um, so I moved back home. That's what brought Gosh, me back. Lynn, to I had home. no idea before we were, t we were talking here today that you had so many experiences that you were, number one, your, your journalism, well, your undergraduate's in journalism mm -hmm. and your graduate degree is in? Mass communications, mass, public relations. Okay. Yeah. So is that, and then from there you went to Tuskegee? Uh, yes, okay. I eventually made, it, eventually made it to Tuskegee. The only yeah. way I know about Tuskegee is when I've read, when I was a teacher and I would read to my students about all the things that George Washington Carver did. And right. he founded that university. So that's how I know about Tuskegee. Yeah. And then um, you said, then you went up to New York right. and had a lot of great experiences there. Yes. And then the, Lou, you met Lou Rawls. Yeah, you met Lou Rawls. Yeah. I love Lou Rawls. Yes, and, and Marilyn McCool. Oh, and Billy Davis Jr. I love that. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah, we went out. To, you go out to California, obviously, to film that. Uh huh. But one of the things I loved working at the College Fund was, and then you don't need Grace College Fund, yeah. Oh right, was to um, visit the different, visit a couple of. I didn't go to a lot of them, but to visit different um, historically black colleges. What 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 do they call H -B HBCU? HBCU, yeah. Um, either I visited them or I did interviews with the kids and uh -huh. and talked to them about their experiences. Uh huh. And and I wrote about them in the magazine. We had a College Fund had a magazine. And so it was just fun being able to see what the students were doing and be able to showcase them. Um, Lynn, about how many HBCUs are there? Can you estimate? I don't remember. There's at least 50, but I, there could be. More. Are they mostly in the South? Mm, no, I don't. I you don't, really you don't, don't, you don't know. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't know either. I was just asking. So, um, well, that's what a wide, you had, you had great experiences. Yes. Great yes. experiences. So you had no regrets that you were going to stay here in Polly's Island. Because <laughs> you know, I'm hoping okay. that you're going to say yes. No, I have no regrets. Right, you have no, no, because, I, you know, I did, you know, I went away. Um, 
you know, at one point I wished that I had stayed in Florida, but I really um, love the, the breadth of experiences that I've yes. had. And um, when it was time to move back home, I just didn't know that that's what I, I didn't think that's what I wanted to do. I told my husband when I met him and we got engaged, I thought, well, you can come and, and live in Virginia. You know, there are lots of places around here to live. And, and he said, no, my ministry is in Pauly's Island. That's where I'm supposed to be. And I thought, okay, so how am I going to do this? At that time, I was working for Washington Hospital Center. And what um, were you doing for them? Oh, it was boring. I was doing publications. It was just one thing. I'm used to doing, I'm used to multitasking, even right. though I complain about it, but I was just working on publications. Uh -huh. And I, you know, I needed, where is that hospital? It's uh, in DC. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's in DC. Okay. And so um, then there was a blizzard of 95. Mm -hmm. And so during that time, that was the time of our courtship. And uh -huh. that blizzard really made me say, okay, yeah, I definitely want to go back <laughs> to Paul's Island and find something. And so my first job back home was working at International Paper okay. as a communications manager. Mm -hmm. So that was a really, that was a great experience. It was a learning curve because I knew nothing about the manufacturing industry. Mm -hmm. But I always said, if you have the basics of communications, you can communicate anywhere. You just tailor the message to different audiences. Mm -hmm. So that's what I did for a while. And then I eventually got into nonprofits and have been doing nonprofit work. Um, pretty much off and on since then, whether it was working in the field of nonprofits or volunteering for all these great nonprofits that we have in Georgetown County. Uh, and you do such a great job. So oh, we, well, thank, thank we thank you. you for all that. <laughs> so now we're going to get back to your family for just a second. So tell us about Johnny and tell us about your boys. So Johnny is a um, pastor in the area um, mm -hmm. and he started a church about 10 years ago, a little over 10 years ago, called House of God Church. Okay. It's a non-denominational church um, right here in Pauly's Island off of 17. And we have between us three boys. Okay. He's got an older son, um, Devon, who has a little boy, DJ. Uh -huh. and, and then we have um, Joshua and Caleb, uh -huh. who you know grew up here and, and went to the schools on the Waccamonet. Uh-huh. Yeah. Great boys. I love both of your boys. Thank you. Because um, I think that Joshua and my Covey are the same age and went through school together. Yes. And I think Joshua, when he was at Waccamaw High, he was like newspaper or just some kind of- Yes, he did. Some a lot he, of that stuff. He was really instrumental in their newspaper program. Mm -hmm. um, he did a great job there. And while he was in school, he also worked at the Coastal Observer. Did he? So yeah. he brought those skills that he learned from the Coastal Observer into the classroom. Yeah. And he really helped, um, and I can't think of the teacher's name there, but he and she kind of worked together yeah, as right. a team. And he also did a podcast when Mr. George was principal uh -huh. and he was instrumental with um, putting a podcast together there. That's great. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm so glad when children are allowed, when students are allowed to kind of um, explore those different possibilities, those creative possibilities. Right. It helps everybody learn. It like, does. I, I like that a lot. Okay. So um, how long have you and Johnny been married now? It'll be 28 years this coming September. And, and what do you, to what do you attribute your success? <laughs> I asked myself that same question. Yeah. Uh, two things. We have a firm love of the Lord. Yes. And that's the heart of our marriage. Amen. And then communications. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. And I think a little bit of laughter thrown in there. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I remember so many days if I was mad at Pat and I'd be fussing at him about something and he starts laughing and I'm going, 
hey, I'm trying to have a fight. Right, <laughs> just right. Yeah, which is infuriating. But I do agree if you both love God and if you pray together. Yes. Because um, marriage is hard. It is. You have to work at you it. You really do. And you have to realize that, that you're not perfect either. That's and it. And everybody's just trying to get mm -hmm. along and do the best they can. That's true. But anyway, um, so what I want to add, so I know that you ran for school board. School board. Okay. Are you still on school board? I'm on school board. I ran for school board in 2020 mm -hmm. and it's a four year term. Oh God. I didn't realize that at the time <laughs> that I ran. Uh -huh. And then you may recall that I ran again last year. Uh -huh. I think it was last year because the county did a rezoning, yes. a redistricting. And yeah. even though my house had, has been the same for the last 10 years, uh -huh. they rezoned me out of my district, which was district six. Mm -hmm. So I ran again for district two, which is now the district that I live in. So that's the, I lost that race by three points. That's so Pauly's Island is divided into more than one district. There's a line drawn in Pauly's Island. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, absolutely. There's several districts. In Pauly's Island? Mm hmm Oh my gosh. I didn't know that. I just thought all of Pauly's Island would be one district. You, no. 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 How many, so I'm not sure how many districts there are, but our district, our school district um, zones go in line with county council. So you tell who your county council person is by your school board member. So if you're in my district, which if you're in my old district, which is district six, mm -hmm. then you're a county council person who is in district six. That's your county council person. Gosh, I'm learning a lot just sitting here talking to you. Mm -hmm. I guess I should look up my district. I, I didn't even know that. I just assumed like Polly's Island would be together, Merle's Inlet would be together. No, you know, there's you, so many. You move down the highway, you know. Yeah, yeah. They they like to have so many people in a district. And, yeah, yeah. But you were really good about because when I was teaching, I would see you walk through the schools. You wanted to stay informed and you wanted to know what was going on. So you've always been really good about doing that. Absolutely, it's kind of hard when you um, work full time, mm -hmm. but I still I think it's important. Um, because you need to know, you need to be able to see and, and talk to people and find out what, find out what's really going on. And I love the energy of the schools. Yeah. It's just wonderful. There is a lot of energy. So I do miss, I miss that energy of the schools. I was telling you earlier, um, yeah. real estate offices can be quiet sometimes, but there's certainly a lot of energy in schools. Um, do you, and I remember when your boys were younger, you were in the schools anyway, volunteering. Yes. You were on, what, what are all the different things you did as a volunteer at the schools? I was on the school improvement council yes. um, from elementary school through, and then when we got, and I didn't want to join the PTA because I always said I didn't want to raise money. But, yeah. But nobody likes to raise nobody money. Nobody likes no. to do it. But actually, you know, middle school, um, it was just what you did. And mm -hmm. so I got on the P and I actually enjoyed it in, mm -hmm. in middle school. Mm -hmm. That was, that was a fun experience. And then in high school, <laughs> the reason why I got on the wave PTA in high school was because I had two boys and I wanted to know what was going on in the high school. Gosh. And you know, that's the only way to Aren't find you out. Brave? <laughs> yeah. But I, that, don't, I don't know that I want to know what's going on in the high school sometimes. Yeah. But God, but, God bless high school teachers. I, I agree. Lots then, going on there. And then when I was, um, let's see. So Joshua played sports. He was on the B team at, at the middle school when he was there. And then he played football for a year in high school. And then he was in, ran track. That's what I remember him yeah. track. Yeah. So I was an athletic mom, but mm -hmm. I was really, I was also a band mom yes. because Caleb was in the marching band. That's right. 
So I was in the school up until they graduated high yeah, school. Yeah, and that's good. And yeah. it, it is good because you, so you can know some of the teachers. Exactly. So if the children want to come home and tell you one story, maybe there's another side we can right. hear to that story because there's always another <laughs> always side, another another side, side to the story, right? Right, right. Um, for our listeners out there that might be young parents, always find out the other side <laughs> of that story. <laughs> um, okay, so tell us where, where are you working now? Now I um, kind of still have couple of different hats. I'm still on the school board. My term ends this year, this fall. Um, and I'm working also as associate director at Helping Hands of Georgetown. Okay. Tell us what, what is Helping Hands? Helping Hands. Um, it's kind of multifaceted. Um, our goal is to end, um, help to alleviate generational and situational poverty in Georgetown County. Right. And so we have a food pantry that was started um, over 35 years ago by uh, 17 covenant churches mm -hmm. who came together and realizing that food insecurity was a big issue. Right. So we have a food pantry. Okay, where, where's the food pantry located? It is uh, on High Market Street. Okay, in, right, Ge in Georgetown. In Georgetown, uh -huh. right where our office is. And we are across from the Ball and Q. Ball and Q, <laughs> everybody knows where the Ball and Q. That, if you don't know, that's a restaurant in Georgetown. It's been there a long time. Right. Do you ever eat there? Yes, they have delicious. I've food. never eaten there one time, but some there's. I guess they have specials every day. They do, but it's just like Southern cooking. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just really good down home cooking. Okay, I'm, got I'm gonna to have go to do there. that before the month of February. So Absolutely. Get a meal at the bottom. Maybe I'll meet you there. Absolutely. Yeah, call me. I'll yeah. come. I'll walk across the street. I'd love to. And we're next to um, Autos. We're between AutoZone Auto and Aaron's. Aaron's is on the corner. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so we have the food pantry. We also have a dental clinic that's been I, there for okay. ten years. Okay. Um, and it serves um, uninsured residents of Georgetown. Okay. County. So uh, with any age, not children, not but ch any adults, adults. Because I know that a lot of times we take care of the children at school. We do, yeah. right? So that's that's for the for the adults who may, they may need extractions or they may need cleanings, etc. And so we serve those individuals. And then we does have, that stay, does the dental clinic stay busy? Oh yes. Okay. We had up until last year, we had a waiting list because we got referrals from Tideland's Health, uh -huh. St. James, Santee, right. Wellness, and Smith Medical Clinic. Right. Because there's no other place, you know, that takes people who don't have insurance. Right. And so we have, we have some dentists that are paid um, for one clinic, and then we also have volunteer dentists that um that work with us and then last year we were able to expand our clinic to three days uh -huh. and that's when we were able to really make a dent in our waiting list last year we served over 800 people wow so do the dentists volunteer their time yes that's great yeah how many dentists do you have that kind of cycle through we have 17 i think it's 17 volunteer dentists and three paid dentists that's wonderful yes and then you know we have the dental assistants etc so it's a fully functioning uh, dental clinic with state-of-the-art equipment, and we're just really thankful to our dentists, to our community that mm -hmm. that, that gives of their time like that. Um, so if uh, I knew of an, an adult that needed those services, do they call Helping Hands? Do they go online? How do they, they sign call, up? They, they call, call Helping Hands, okay. and, and they get that service. And then we also help the young people. Um, we have a program called Youth Empowerment Program, mm -hmm. or YEP, and it's for uh, high school, sophomores, juniors, and seniors. And we are in all four high schools throughout Georgetown County. And our goal there is to help students, um, again, students who may, you know, may not be the top of the class. They may not be in, you know, in all these other activities, but we help them feel like they have a culture. Mm -hmm. And we also help them determine their career path, whether it's, or we help them with that, whether it's a path to college, a path to a 
two-year college or a path to work even. That's right. And a lot of students, you know, find that that's what they want to do. They want to go straight to work that's after right. high school. That's right. And then there may be some students who want to go in the military. Right. Well, you have to take a test. That's right. So we kind of help them, you know, with resources to do all of those. And as a matter of fact, um, we have an apprenticeship program with um, Coastal Nissan that we started this past year. And this young lady took advantage of it. She is, uh, she graduated last last year. Uh -huh. And she is working in the automotive area. She's apprenticing in, in the automotive area. So she's area. learning about mechanics? She's learning about mechanics. The engine? She's changing wow. oils. I, I mean, that. I should have taken She loves that. it. Yes. That's wonderful. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. You know, I love that hand, that, that hands-on learning. And I know um, some of the kids will take advantage of the Career Center in Georgetown. Right. And they yes. can learn some trades down there, which mm -hmm. is super important. I love that YEP program because um, it's been my experience as a mom and a teacher when children are part of something, any kind of group, any kind of club, right. sports, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, singing, dancing, right. gardening, just whatever club they can be a part of, mm -hmm. that's where you, you get confidence from. Yes, that's where they thrive. It really is a confidence builder. It is. And so um, I love that y'all are doing that for them. And they get to, we push them outside their comfort zone. Yeah. I'll say one more thing about this program. We take students, so we have students from all four schools. Mm -hmm. When we bring them together for field trips, whether it's going to the escape room in Myrtle Beach or to um, zip lining, kayaking, or even just to visit the Myrtle Beach Aquarium, or to go to Outward Bound where they go for a week for this leadership development. And we, we don't let them sit together. We make them intermingle because it's important. They have to learn how to deal with people who don't look like or don't act like each other. Thank you. Or have I love that. Beliefs. I love that. And they learn so much and they develop lasting friendships. Yeah. yeah. It, I think it is so important to be around people that are different from you and who look different from you. You know, you see people that are, are really Christian acting and they go to church every week, but they never hang out with anybody who looks different from them. And I'm thinking, I don't mean to be preaching here, but <laughs> Jesus called us, I, in my opinion, to love not only those people that you want to be around but also those other people that you don't want to be around or that are different from you that's right so we need to learn to love and appreciate all different kind of people absolutely there's value in everybody absolutely yes so i love that y'all are doing that okay so you talked about the food pantry that helping hands has the food pantry the dental clinic you have and youth yep, empowerment program. Youth empowerment so program. Something for everybody okay. we feel to, to address the whole family so am i confusing what y'all are doing I, 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 What's the other program I was confusing you with um, Charlie Ball used to do? He did Friendship Place. Okay. I don't know if it's Helping Hands or Friendship Place that takes care of, like, say there's a young mom and she just needs to get some guidance and some counseling how to run her life and maybe her family's life in, the, in a good way. That's how friendship. to take a Friendship Place. Does okay. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, um, great organization. We, it's great that we have all those different agencies yes. uh, and groups in Georgetown yes. that can get people on the right path. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, I, you know, you and I talked beforehand about loving to help people, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's that's really what makes me excited, makes me want to get up in the morning is to be able to help people. And I kind of do that hands on also through um, uh, something that I'm in, involved in personally is um, health and wellness. And I was getting to that, but I don't think I got to tell you about no, that. No, uh -uh, let's hear about I'm, it. I'm um, an independent consultant with Arbonne. Which is, oh, are you? Yeah. yeah, I've heard of Arbonne. Yeah, right, right. And and some people know it as skincare because yes. we did that years ago. Uh -huh. We still have skincare, but we added nutrition uh -huh. uh, back in the early two thousands. Uh -huh. um, but it's a clean beauty, clean health, 
And I really like helping people to not just look their best, but to feel their best and to meet their healthy living goals. Mm -hmm. You know, whether that's exercising more. I don't help people exercise. I encourage them to do that. <laughs> you just point them in the right direction. I point them in the right direction. Right, right. But in terms of helping them to, you know, even look at, you know, what they put on their skin and in their bodies in terms of the type of food they eat. Mm -hmm. I think it's really important to do that and that you know, we want to be our best selves. And we want, if we want to live long, I would think we'd want to live life abundantly. You got to be healthy to do that. You do. Yeah. I agree. On a daily basis. Yes. Um, so with your Arbonne, so are you like an Arbonne consultant? I am. Okay. Yes. So how, so say I came to you, what would you put me through a questionnaire? Would we talk? How, how do you go about it with your clients? What do we you would talk and find out what your goals are. You know, if you say, you know, I want to, lose weight, then I would talk about, you know, how you can do that in a healthy way with, you know, not do a yo-yo diet, but, you know, about the types of food that you eat, how you can change to a clean eating habit and with, along with healthy supplements okay. and that it's, it's really about helping you develop habits, healthy habits. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the key. It's a lifestyle. You know, I could sell you a bunch of product and then go away, but that's not going to do either one of us right. any good because we talk about willpower, et cetera. So mm -hmm. my goal is I educate and I teach people about what I'm, what I'm selling and sharing. And then I walk with you along the way as you go through the process so that you're developing these healthy lifestyles. I love lifestyles. that. I love, and you do, you, you do need support along the way. I did start working out again uh, in January and I'm really enjoying it now mm -hmm. and started eating healthy again. But, uh, and I wanted to lose a couple pounds, but the scale wasn't really moving. It moved a little bit. I was getting super frustrated. Yeah. But I thought, I'm just going to keep at it. And, right. and finally, I'm starting to see success. As yeah. Far. And, uh, and I, I can feel it and I'm feeling stronger and better. But so if you do it for a week or two weeks and you don't seem to be having success, don't give don't up. Don't give up. Because the you weight loss to... is really a byproduct. Right. The, the main thing is going to is, is you're developing healthy habits. Thank you. The habits are the so The habits important. you're developing. You're getting rid of these unhealthy toxins. Mm -hmm. And as you're putting clean foods into your body, you're putting in clean nutrients. Yeah. And so you're letting your body regenerate and, and really take care of itself, which is so complex. Yeah. I just thank God for the type of, you know, for the fact that he made such a complex being that can, you know, have regenerative skin, you know, yes. and, and everything. So yeah. it's, it's, it's fun. You have pretty skin. <laughs> you look so young. My skin's so blocked. Um, okay. So that's, that's pretty. So how often do you talk with your Arbon clients? Oh, as often as I want to. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's good. Yeah. Okay, so you're doing, helping hands is your job. Right. Arbonne, and that's, an Arbonne's another kind of job that you have on the side. Arbonne is my, is, is, is my side gig. You're like, yeah. And it's what I'm passionate about. Okay. I mean, I could do Arbonne until I'm 90. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> you know, not even. Right. Yeah. All right, and so. Um, and I have my, my, my church commitments mm -hmm. are, I say commitments, but my church, that's a, that's a passion of mine to, to really help encourage mainly women, encourage women, bring them closer to the Lord to have them. And, and I have a women's retreat and that's what it's designed to do. That's what I wanted to, to talk about your women's retreat. So I, and I, I, you know, encourage women in their spirituality, which most people probably have within them, but it's kind of maybe lines dormant or maybe we ignore it because we're so wrapped up with and our, well, our, our lives and our phones and right. everything that's coming at us these days. So exactly. to get away for a nice little spiritual retreat is, it's yes. refreshing and wholesome. So how did, what happens? So what church do you go to? So House of God Church. That's your so husband's church. That's my husband's church. So the women of my church, we sponsor it. And because we have it as a community event for women in the community, um, we have it 
we've gone to different churches to actually host it. So mm -hmm. we're having it at Pauley's Island Presbyterian Church. Okay. So whatever your faith, you can come. Um, and and you can I always say you can come if you have faith. You can come if you don't have faith. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you but go. we want to bring people together in fellowship and to sing and to fellowship and to hear. This year we're focusing on testimonies. We're hearing women's testimonies of of how um, their hope and their faith in Christ has helped them through great tragedies. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to have a luncheon speaker. And so we're having lunch. Mm -hmm. um, and it's really just a, a great time to come together and renew and restore your faith and get together and just kind of be quiet for a little bit so we can hear the voice of God. Yeah, that's so and important. just get away from everything else. Get away from the noise. So what day is your retreat? It's Saturday, February 24th. So it's coming up. Nine Saturday. to two. Nine to two. This Friday is the last day to register, actually. Okay, so how does one register? You can either go online um, or even go on Facebook. Go on my Facebook page because I've been posting it and I have the link. It's through, um, it's an online registration. Mm -hmm. Or you can call me if you know me. Okay. <laughs> can I, can put, me. I can put all this information in the caption okay. so people can see that. Um, right. So they'll know about it. So right. it's going to be at Polizon Presbyterian Church on February, Saturday, February 24th, 24th, 9 to 2. Right. It's not, that's not that long. It's only no. like five hours. That's pretty. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it not goes like by pretty quickly. Yeah. It really yeah. does. Okay. Is there a lunch or did they bring yeah, the lunch is included. So okay. it's $30. 30 bucks. And um, lunch is included. That's nice. Yeah. Real nice. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that will be a great day. Um, for lots of people. All right. So, all right. So you got your church, mm -hmm. you got your Arbon, helping hands. What else do you do? What else do you, a school board? Yes. Do, yes. You, do you sleep at night? <laughs> do you have pets at home that you're taking care of? What else? No pets. We oh, did you're pets, so lucky. We did you pets are... for a little while, but then I, after a while I said, no, I can't, I can't. So, mm -hmm. but no, um, you know, and enjoy time with my family. I love, I love spending time with my husband and my boys and my extended family. My mom is, is still here, thank the Lord. And so, uh, and I have a lot of family. Do you live near her? Maybe less, it's less than 10 minutes away. Oh, wow. So How about mom, that? Yeah. She's in good health? She's in very good health. Is yes. your father still here? Or no? Oh, no, he's not. He he's, just, yeah, he, he just, he, he died um, about 25 years ago. Uh, I'm wondering if I've ever, ever met your mom. I love that last name, Bessalou. I could just say that over and over again. <laughs> it floats off the tongue. Um, so I want to ask you, so you were raised in the Bronx, you said. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Did you like it? Did you enjoy oh, it? Oh, yes, I did. Do you I like did. the sounds of the city? Yes, uh -huh. and I kind of miss it. I uh -huh. remember distinctly when we moved to Pauley's Island and, you know, we lived in a, we lived in Co-op City in New York. And so our parents owned a co-op and then we came here. And so it was a big deal because, you know, we got our, you know, my sister and I had shared a room and now I had my own bedroom and we had this big new house, but it was so quiet. Yeah. And instead of hearing, you know, cars and trains and mm -hmm. all that of the city, we had, you know, crickets and mm -hmm. it was hard to get used to. So were you 12, you said? 12. 12, okay. Mm -hmm. So do you like Polly's Island? Oh, I love it okay. now. What do, you, what, do you like, yeah, what, do you, what do you like about Polly's Island now? What do you think you like about it? Well, I love the history of the place. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that when I go down, when I drive down Pettigrew right. in one direction, I see my grandfather's house, you know, who died in, in 1993, mm -hmm. 1983, uh -huh. excuse me. And, and I can see where other relatives lived. Uh -huh. um, I just love that. I love that we have such close access to the schools mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. um, I love that when I'm in Georgetown, I can walk up and down Front Street and see people that I know. 
Yeah. You know, just that small town feel. It and when I was younger growing up, I didn't appreciate it. Mm -hmm. You know, I wanted to get away. I just felt like, oh, well, there's so much more of the world to see. Right. But I just really. I'm well, there, you have a lot of roots here. A lot Absolutely. of connections. How about Joe? Does he have family around here? Johnny's family. Uh, excuse me. I call him no, Joe. Johnny, I'm sorry. That's okay. Johnny is, and he was actually born here. Okay. We live next door to the house that he was born in. Wow. And his parents are still here, and they live. You know, about ten minutes don't away live too. Y'all down Ford Road, do you? Mm -mm. No, you don't. No, we live off Pettigrew. Off Pettigrew, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so he 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 lives here. Um, you know, his his family is here as well, and so you know, we are interwoven into the heart of Holly's Island and Georgetown. Okay, County. I'm going to ask you about something controversial right now. Okay, <gasps> it's just a little bit. Okay, uh, I'm a realtor. Okay. And, you know, we don't have a whole lot of houses to sell to people right now. Right. But as you've seen, you these big national home builders have been coming into Polly's Island. Yes. And they built the homes near Stables Park. Mm -hmm. And they are building, they have built homes down Pettigrew. Yes. And off of Pettigrew and Hammett Cove. How do you feel about that? I am not opposed to development because development is a part of progress mm -hmm. uh developments and, and when people come here they want to live here and mm -hmm. they want houses but i am opposed to developers or anybody not appreciating the footprint that are here mm -hmm. that don't appreciate the um the land that's here mm -hmm. you know national developers they come in they see a, a plot of land they want to go in and do what they do, and then they're going to leave. Thanks. And they don't yeah. realize the impact that they're leaving. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and I never considered myself um, an environmentalist, mm -hmm. but I am a realist. Mm -hmm. And so when you disrupt the natural beauty of the land and the flow and the flow, and, the flow, yeah. and you put in houses and, and apartments and condos in areas that don't belong, and then you wonder why we have flooding and we have yeah. all this stormwater issues, et cetera. It's because of things that were done, decisions that were made without the consent, not just only without the consent of the people, but without doing due diligence and even not listening to the, um, not listening to the, the powers that be. Like engineers or, who yeah, are, not or, listening or county to, officials or building and zoning. Yeah, yeah. a lot mm -hmm. of times they're not, not even listening to the people who, who have seen what's happened here has happened in other areas, yeah. especially coastal areas. Yes. So this is nothing new to see people come in and disrupt our community and mm -hmm. make it into something that they think is going to be great. Mm -hmm. Then they wonder why 10 years from now we're having issues. Right. Yeah. True. Well, well said, you know, um, back as you go towards the park, Stables Park mm -hmm. and where the, those two different roads of houses have been made, well, there's a, a patch of green grass in between there. Mm -hmm. And when I went over there, I was showing, um, a client some homes over there and I was talking to the salesman I said well why didn't y'all build any on this patch of grass he said because it's heirs property mm -hmm. and I didn't know what heirs property was at the time okay but do you know what heirs property is yes okay yeah so it, it, correct me if I'm wrong but with heirs property that's been um, so, somebody's deceased and they left it to their heirs and a lot of times there's 20 names on the deed mm-hmm and part of the reason why they did that is so that the land will stay in the family right. and not go to a developer. Right. Is to, is to protect the land. Right. So you cannot sell that piece of land unless every heir signs off on the sale. Correct. correct. Yeah. Yes. So yes. we have that in Polly's Island. I know we do have some heirs yes. property in Polly's Island yes. and around in those areas. Right. And the so, challenge is um, 
the challenge is getting in touch with all the heirs and you know and and having them and having them come to an agreement on something mm -hmm. but the 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 sad thing is um there's been so much done so much confusion around it mm -hmm. and our land is just not it, we're not honoring what our grandparents and our great grandparents wanted for us. That that was the only way they knew to. They were trying to create a legacy, you know, for their heirs, and it's now it's not happening because now it's tied up. And in some cases, um, it might not even be heirs properly. But in some cases, the um, the county is saying, well, you know, there's no there's no infrastructure here, so you can't build on your own land, right. and they're not. You know, and so there's so many, so much red tape. There is. That's there's really, a lot of regulations. Yeah. There are a lot of regulations. Right. Um, yeah. So uh, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. It's all very interesting for sure, whether it's a wetlands or there is, is there access, is there any egress to it? Or, right. Exactly. Uh, what's around the property, mm -hmm. uh, zoning. Yes. There's a lot of things that go into it. But you make a good point about this is certainly a coastal area because we are, um, bordered from the Atlantic Ocean right to the Waccamaw River and we're just this little piece of land in between with, yes. with ponds and little creeks and stuff and mm -hmm. so it is interesting when they just start moving dirt around that's right and, um, right it's not as simple as saying oh there's attractive land I want to buy it and build mm -hmm. it's just not that simple here yeah yeah so you know where uh, precious blood of church of Christ Church is where the church I go to so first of all, we had the very small church, like the three car garage. Mm -hmm. It was just a house, I think. And there was that big pond in front of it. Mm -hmm. So um, the Catholic Church of South Carolina needed to build the bigger because the church was growing and they needed a bigger church. But that land, um, they said it perked. It perked. And I, don't think, I guess that means that there's, it's, it could be at the beginnings of a wetland or something when it perked. Mm. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not familiar with that term. Yeah. New word for you, perks. So <laughs> what will happen a lot of times they'll say well you have to mitigate that mm -hmm. and so what they do is they dig another pond for any wildlife mm -hmm. that might have needed the other land and they say well we'll dig another pond to provide a wetlands area and then we're going to build back on this area but mm -hmm. you have to a lot of times when somebody's building something if it's in question you know you say well give us you get you buy a part of land or do some land where you can dig a pond Right. And then you can build on that area if you build it up and bring enough dirt in. And I mean, I think that's how they get around it a lot of times. I don't know. Back in the day when they were building houses here in the 60s and 70s, they just probably built. Uh, <laughs> they just probably put a couple sticks in the ground right. and built the houses yeah. anyway. But um, it's still a beautiful area and we still do have crickets. Yes. And uh, and our little bugs in the summertime. Oh, yeah. That sound pretty at night. Oh, yeah. They, we, we do. And I hope it stays that way. I don't think we can build many more things here, do you think? No. I don't, I don't think we can. <laughs> yeah. So do you remember what year you moved here? Was it probably in the, um, was it in the 70s? It was in the late 70s, 70s, maybe 70, 78, 79. Do you remember what like Pauly's Island looked like then and what the highway looked like? Yes. Can, yes. can you describe it? It Well, it wasn't, it wasn't. Was there, there were was, there any stores? Do you remember any no, stores? No, there or? were, let's see, I'm thinking. There was red and white. Where was that? Is that where Food Lion is? I'm not no, sure. Well, there was, no, the, I watched. No, 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 not where Food Lion is. It, well, you know where, um, well, Marlowe's is where Frank's Restaurant is. Yeah. And then um, how about, you know where in Litchfield, in the corner where Litchfield Boulevard and Highway 17 meet, mm -hmm. and the Domino's and the subway are there, mm -hmm. was there ever a grocery store there? 
Do you remember? It's hard to remember where things were and where things weren't. You there know, were, there were a gone. lot of trees on the highway. Yes, you know, there was a lot yes, of trees. there were a lot of trees. Um, the post office wasn't there. I, you know, I remember the old post office. Uh -huh. um, it was very small. It was small. Well, you know, I was twelve, so it's just <laughs> so relative. Then. Yeah, I yeah. remember. So I remember coming down here one time in the eighties, and it was mostly trees on the highway mm -hmm. and not much. The hammock shops were always there, right? And there was probably a great. The first grocery store that I really remember is where the um, Publix is now. I think it had been an A and P or something. Then that's the one. Yeah. It was the red and white. Yeah, uh -huh. I believe. Yes, that's the one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It wasn't much. It wasn't. It wasn't. We definitely didn't have any fast food restaurants. No, we definitely food. didn't have no. any Starbucks. Or... No, no, no. <laughs> I remember when that first Hardee's came to town and people were up in arms. <laughs> they were so upset oh, that, wow. a, that a fast food. I think it was Hardee's first and then the McDonald's came after it. Mm. Um, people just, this is going to ruin Paul's <laughs> But we still seem to be thriving right along. Absolutely. We're, we're, doing, we're still doing good. Beach is still there. That's River's right. still there. Creeks yes. are still there. Yes. But um, I like living here. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm originally from Greenville, South Carolina. Okay. And, I, and I've really enjoyed being here. I just like the pace of the town and the safety. I feel safe here. Do you feel safe here? Uh, relatively. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Relatively, yeah. Um, it used to be. It used to be a slow pace. Uh, not so much anymore. Yeah. But you know, slower than maybe some other places. Yeah. Hey, um, one of the more surprising things to me is the level of traffic we have on Highway 17 now. Yes. I don't exactly. really know what the answer to that is. Yeah, and I don't know the answer either. I mean, I mean, I think that's part of the thing about safety. Um, you know, even on my street, you know, people are driving too fast down down um, residential streets. So mm -hmm. you don't really feel safe out walking. Um, but the level of traffic comes from, you know, there's more interest in, in people moving south. There's more interest in folks coming through our areas. And I don't think that's going to stop. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I love living here. I can understand why people would want to be here. But absolutely. Um, okay. Well, um, thank you so much for sharing your life with us and telling us about everything you do. Is there any kind of message you would like to leave with our listeners? Anything you want to tell everybody? that Polly's Island is a great place to come and visit mm -hmm. and explore. Mm -hmm. And we have great people. Uh, one of the things I love about um, the community, Polly's Island, Georgetown County, is we work very well together, especially in terms of nonprofits. The mm -hmm. nonprofit organizations work very well collab to collaborate and help one another to help the community grow and thrive. Mm -hmm. And um, our neighbors um, can do more of the same. Yeah, I think it makes your life fulfilling when you're helping others. Absolutely. And I appreciate everything you've done and you continue to do. You, you don't seem to be slowing down anytime soon. Would you ever consider um, writing an article for the Coastal Observer, getting back into, getting back into, into journalism? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I used to write, uh, have a column at the Georgetown Times. Uh huh. And I stopped probably, probably in 2010, 2020, right before I got on the school board. Uh -huh. I really enjoyed writing. I just haven't, I don't know why I haven't made the time to do it, but. Um, Writing is such a gift and an art. And whenever yeah. I had a student come through my class, because usually I would have like one good writer for mm -hmm. you. I mean, you, you can, you, the child enjoys writing. Right. They want to write. They do it beautifully. It's yes. just a joy to read it. Mm -hmm. So I think if you have that gift, just keep on using it. But you also said you might start a podcast, right? <laughs> I did say that. Yeah. My sister and I talked about doing that. So at some point, 
we've got to figure out how and when we're going to do that. I can help you with that. Okay. I'm happy, yeah. And, okay. I, and I'd be a listener if you started your podcast. You would be. I would I would be your first listener. Okay. Maybe even our first guest. Or maybe our first guest. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll think about that. Yeah, no, I, since you're doing this for me, I would, right. def, I would definitely be a guest for you. But anyway, well, thank you so much for sharing about your life and about thank your family you and all the things you're doing. And we just wish you much continued success and happiness as you go along. Thank you so much. Okay. See you soon. Bye, Lynn. All right. Bye, Kat. Lynn Ford and I had the best time visiting with each other and creating that interview. It was just, we shared so many fun memories of when our children were growing up and when they played little rec league um, sports. Uh, so it was great to see Lynn again and catch up with her. Also this week in Polly's Island, uh, Ash Wednesday is coming up on the same day as Valentine's Day. And many churches in our area will have a pancake supper the night before. I know there's going to be one at Eggs Up Grill. So if you want to make one of the pancake suppers, just look on social media, ask around. You should be able to find one or just do it at your house. Um, and I'm, not, I'm sure they're not having pancake supper in New Orleans. They're really blowing it out with all the parties before the season of Lent starts. And as we know, Lent are the 40 days leading up to Easter Sunday, which is kind of exciting because we know when Easter gets here, the weather's going to be warming up. So we hope you're going to have a great Valentine's Day and a great Lent and Easter Sunday and start making plans to come back here to the beach and visit us. We're so glad you're listening. If you would please rate, review, subscribe um, to wherever you listen to your podcast or on YouTube and tell your friends and neighbors. And until we see you again, have a great week and a great weekend and we'll talk to you later. Bye.